Are you looking for truth from God's Word that you can understand and apply to your life? You'll find it today on Make It Clear with Dr. Stan Pons. Listen now as Stan makes it clear. I am so glad that you could be with us today for our broadcast. Many of you come every single day and you listen to us 24-7 around the country and around the globe. And you know that we really like to teach the Bible. We want people to know the Word of God. But from time to time, we take a break from that because it's also important to hear from God's people, how that the Lord worked in their life and is using them today. And we do that not to elevate the person, but to really elevate Christ, to let you know that if Christ can work in other people's lives, he will work in your life as well. Now, part of Make It Clear Ministries is our Make It Clear studio. That's where we actually do filming of short films. We do a television program, and we're working on a full-length motion picture called My Name is Melissa. But to do this, we need to have qualified personnel to do it. We'll call them actors. And those are people that we want to make sure that their heart is turned toward the Lord. But all of them, they don't just come as a one-and-done film. They come with a, a story, God's story in their life, because you don't find a lot of people doing faith-based films and have the talent and the ability to really pull it off. Well, we have just such a person, and this happens to be Cameron Arnett. Cameron has been a part of our latest film that will be released shortly, and the name of that film is called Trafficked. It's about sex trafficking, human trafficking, and it is a very powerful film. We'll talk about that later, but for right now, I wanted you to hear about Cameron. He's a guy that God has divinely designed in a very special way. He's been involved in the film industry, first in what we'll call the secular, but then God really worked in his life, and he moved into the faith-based film industry, and he's doing a wonderful job. In fact, he was just awarded the actor of the year in the International Christian Film Festival and, and music and all. And so you need to know that you don't get those things just uh, by being a, a standby actor. You get those because of God's hand on your life and that you've been crafted to be able to do this in a special way. And so I want to welcome to our program right now, Cameron Arnett. Cameron, welcome to Make It Clear. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I want you to know that um, he was in his in the mind of God before he was in his mother's womb, and I want you to know where he was born and a little bit about his backstory so that you could really picture how God was working in his life, developing him, grooming him, using him for today, and the work still goes on for all of us, as it is with him, to continue on going forward. So, Cameron, tell us, where were you born, and tell us, how, what was your journey to come to faith in Christ? Let, let's hear that capsule, that chapter of your life. Will you do that? Wow. Well, uh, I am from Port Prince, Haiti, and so to come from a uh, small country and what is considered the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and to be in the midst of what God is doing in my life now is nothing but, you know, surreal and, and a, a miraculous thing. And so uh, having come from Haiti, uh, being in uh, New York, Miami, we traveled around quite a bit, but, you know, the uh, religion of Haiti, of course, is voodoo, and everything, everybody, no matter where you go, thinks that they are Christian, and, you know, my mother, however, uh, had a, a propensity for the things of God, and so she kind of raised me in Christ, even though we were still in the voodoo 
perspective and uh, taught me Proverbs. I mean, I can remember her teaching me Proverbs from the very uh, young age and Proverbs really literally saved my life one day as I found myself in the midst of sin and and God just scrolled the entire thing in front of me. I could see the letters in front of my face as I, you know, ran backwards away from sin. Um, but as far as coming into Christ, you know, I, I was a pre-med, pre college, uh, athletic achiever of the year, you know, playing football, that kind of thing, and uh, ended up at the University of Miami. And uh, one day, uh, as I was in, um, on a summer, uh, just trying to uh, find something easy, and I entered an ad to enter, you know, uh, uh, who they're looking for actors and models. And so I did that and ended up meeting a young lady who was a Christian and wanted me to actually sing on the stage with her a Christian song. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. But the Holy Spirit inside of her was compelling. And so that got me to thinking, that got me to searching. And uh, I found myself, you know, diving into it. And finally, at a certain point in time, um, getting but, you know, at, at that point in time, I got saved and went to a church that taught me how to get saved every Sunday. And so I really lived in torment for five years. Mm. So uh, that was my first dive into this whole aspect of, be, of being a Christian. You know, in Miami is where I came to faith alone in Jesus Christ, down in the Coconut Grove area. And I used to think that good boys go to heaven and bad boys go to hell. <laughs> my dad told me how bad I was. So I figured, well, you know, you know, that kind of thing. And then I had a young lady as well step into my life that loved the Lord, loved mm -hmm. others, not me as a boyfriend, but wanted me to come to faith in Christ. And I trusted Christ and just south of downtown Miami many years ago. So I have a similar background as you do. And, you know, I was hearing your story about your mom teaching you through Proverbs. And that's a wonderful encouragement for any listeners to, you know, you're, you're working with your kids, you're working with your kids, and you think, will they ever get it, you know, kind of a thing. And now look at how taking God's supernatural word, put it before you, and it became a governor in your life that the Lord could use to help you then to develop where you are today. So I can see where that began. And I am I know that by you accepting Christ as your personal Savior, that the Spirit of God is in you, and you are now loving Him, loving others, but you love Him and love others so much you want them to come to faith as well. Isn't Amen. that true? Amen. Oh, without a doubt. You know, as a matter of fact, you know, when this whole thing of, of um, acting came into being, I was just getting started on that trek with Christ, and I didn't really even understand and know how much he was orchestrating. And now I know that he's my orchestrator. He's the order of my, my steps. But I didn't really know how much he was orchestrating my life in the process of, of this whole acting thing. And I kind of fell into it. But at, at the same time that I was falling into the acting, I was falling into Christ. And it became a parallel path because mm -hmm. God took me from Miami to New York. And as I'm in New York, I'm, I'm diving into uh, acting even further, you know, getting into, into uh, a being instructed and, and becoming an actor really for the first time because New York is on another level. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, uh, but at the same time, you know, while I'm, I'm in New York and, and becoming a strong Christian by truly diving in, you know, it's at that point in time that I get the role on Miami Vice 
and I was in New York. I used to live in Miami, but then I got the role of Miami <laughs> when I was in New back York, back. right? And then they fly me back to Miami. And mm. so I'm doing Miami Vice in Miami and I'm staying at my mom's house. Mm. And so I go back from Miami, having done Miami Vice stronger, better, greater. I mean, on fire for God. And, you know, people are looking like, what happened to you? <laughs> and the Holy Spirit just changed everything. You know, you are the second person that we've interviewed that's been involved in the film industry. And she's been a longtime actor. She acted with some famous people, Andy Griffith and all of that. And she said, you know, I kind of grew up with a lot of Christianity. She's from Florida, South Mm -hmm. Florida. And she grew up with Christianity. But she says while she was on the set filming an episode of Magnum P.I., she said she had a little health issue. So she was required by the doctor to not go in the sun. And she says, this is the craziest thing. I'm here in Hawaii. I can't go in the sun. I'm with, I'm with, with the world's most handsome man. And I got to <laughs> stay in my room. And so she said, while I'm in my room, I started realizing that my life, as much as I enjoyed the, the singing and the playing and the, all the accolades, she said, I was empty. And I picked up a Bible that was there in the room, the hotel room in Waikiki, and I read that, and it all came back to me, and I said, you know what? I need to surrender my life to the Lord Jesus Christ. So shortly thereafter, she moved from that secular, and she wasn't in bad you know, porn and all that, but just mm-hmm. in the secular world, she then began to shift into the Christian film industry. Mm-hmm. So again, I want to hear about a little bit more about how that shift occurred for you, but in case we just had a listener tune in right now. You're listening to Stan Pons of Make It Clear, and I'm so glad that you're with us today. And I am so delighted to have you meet a new friend of mine, and his name is Cameron Arnett. And you need to know about him because he's a person just like you and me. We've been trained to do what we're doing. He's trained in the field of acting, but all with the idea of getting a message out. And we're going to hear God's story in his life in just a moment. So again, thank you for being with us, but stay with us because the story, the truth, the transformation is still happening in my dear friend's life and his future. Let me just say, the rest of his life is still the best of his life to come. (laughs) So I'm glad that you could be with us. So back to Cameron now. All right, so you did Miami Vice. You go back to New York. You understand now that the, you, you trust your Christ as Savior. You're experiencing the transformation of the Holy Spirit beginning to grow you into the likeness of Christ. And that, what happened next? Well, you know, speaking of Hawaii, one of the things that happened is that from then with the church that I was in in New York, when I get, got back, we had planned uh, a missionary trip to Hawaii. Ah. And so um, for some reason, I ended up having to go first. And so I went to um, to California. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of meetings. That's what it was. Had a couple of meetings in California, meeting with agents, those kind of things. And then from that agent perspective, then flew over to Hawaii and ended up not being being in the same hotel, I didn't know where the people were. So I'm I'm homeless in Hawaii for two days. <laughs> it was crazy. So I'm, I'm homeless in Hawaii for two days. And so I tried to sleep in the uh, uh, pool area of the hotel and they kicked me out. Yeah. And so I ended up uh, sleeping with the homeless people under this tree for two nights and got and to know everywhere, them. Right? <laughs> oh, it was it was wonderful. So got to know them and and so I'm like, okay, Lord, wh- what's going on? So two days later, everybody else shows up. We're at the hotel, and where do we go end up ministering? But under that tree. How about that? So, oh again, wow. Back to- <laughs> Back to God's orchestration all over again. And so we do that. We we uh, uh, end up uh, doing the missionary trip, going back to New York. And at a certain point in time after that, 
um, the Lord said to me that it was time to leave New York and, and to head to California. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was totally entrenched in the church. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord said to me, whenever any, anyone asks you, just say it's time. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't say anything else. So everyone was asking, why, why are you going to go? Why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? And I said, said it's time. And the reality is that it was the smoothest transition I had ever had because I actually did what God said. And so I ended up going to, to Miami, uh, to uh, uh, California, joined the church, which is really why I wanted to go out because I wanted to just dive deeper into, into Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it became a, a phenomenal um, relationship. I, I saw men raising their families, being men of God, uh, being men of character, proficient at, at whatever they were they were called to do. I saw that for the first time, really, in my life. I mean, the uh, uh, the background of what I had uh, heard of, especially people of color, mm-hmm. uh, was not that. And yet, when I went there, that's all I saw. I saw people of character, people that love their wives, love their, their, their families, and, and raising their children. And, and it was just a phenomenal time. And yet, at the same time, God was growing me within the the acting realm. I started doing a lot of episodics, movie of the weeks, and um, I was I ended up in in Toronto, Canada, doing a movie of the week. And uh, my my manager then called me and said, "Hey, Cameron, when you come back home, they want to see you for this television series." And um, so, I, when I came back, auditioned with a whole lot of well-known actors. It ended up getting the role. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been my first television series, starring role, you name it. Mm-hmm. And we go to sign, you know, my, we're having a great time. We're, we're, we're ecstatic. And so I go to sign the contract and my agent says, oh, by the way, they want you to do the nudity. And, you know, by that point in time, I'm in love with God. I'm, I'm a Christian f- for sure inside out. Mm-hmm. And so I tell my manager, I, I can't do that. I'm a Christian. He says, yeah, I know that. And so we, we say that to, the, to, our, to my agent and the agent says, okay, well, you know, let me talk to the producers and they do. And they say, well, you don't have to do the, the, the body nudity. We'll get a, a body double. And mm-hmm. so I think that that's settled. So I go to sign again and I feel the Lord tapping me on the shoulder and says, you, you have to shun even the appearance of evil. People will think it's you. That's right. That's right. And so I dropped it. I hear what you're saying, and it's a tough thing because some of these people that are, they see how good you are, they need you, they, they love everything about you, then they want you to compromise. Yeah. So they try to sell you this simple little phrase, well, that's not really you up there, that's your character doing that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? And so now a lot of folks compromise, yeah, you're right, I, I can do that because that's not really me. So now you got this duplicity going on. You right. said, no, no, that is me in that role. And people will be, you know, Googling me right. and knowing that I chose to do it. How do I explain that to my kids? How do I have my kids watch this show, you right. know, or whatever? So you have that bit of attention that's going on because of that. Talk to me about this a little bit. Tell our listeners, there's always this tension to say, you know, nobody can be a Christian in Hollywood. You know, it's not Hollywood, it's Hollywood, you know. So when they (laughs) see that you're here, they think you must be compromising. And my argument back, the same with that other person we interviewed, was simply this. It's a mission field. It's just Mm -hmm. like, and I say this in a, an appropriate, it's a, it's a jungle. It's a jungle Mm -hmm. of film. I get Mm -hmm. that. And those are people that are lost. They have their own value system that's not God. They're, they have their own belief system that's not God. 
if we tell our missionaries, don't go to this country or that culture or this because they're so bad, we'll never reach the world. That's right. So we have to send those that are lasting long and standing strong for the Lord who will be in that culture, not to live a legalistic, judgmental life, mm-hmm. but at the same time to still live a, a life of separation to show what Christ would do. So I commend people like you that know where the line is, you draw the line, you still stay there, but it's not about acting. Now it's about, this is my mission field, because you can't get into that mission field, because you stink as an actor. No, I wouldn't say that. But the point still being (laughs) is, I'm in that. I'm respected. I have respectability. Now I want to speak for Christ. So talk to us about how you can stand strong and last long when you're in Hollywood. Well, you know, I, I, I love the fact that you brought up that point because, again, it, it, it goes back to calling and anointing. There are people who are called to the world. There are people who are called to the church. When you take a look at, at, at the apostles, prophets, demands, pastors, and teachers, you, you, you understand that there's a, a, a fivefold ministry gift to the body of Christ in raising it up the way that it's supposed to do. And that's what I'm called to. I'm called as in, in the church realm kingdom realm i'm called as an apostle prophet and teacher and so that's what god had to formulate within me first before even coming back into the acting and so there are actors that are christians i mean really in love with jesus that are still in hollywood doing secular films and everything else they're not compromising because god is allowing them to remain in that field and not have to compromise there are things that that they do it's not everything that that happens in in, uh, on a film in hollywood that's that's decadent you know i mean there are a lot of of films and and television series that i would do if that's what god gave me you know what i'm saying and there are a lot of christians that that's what god gave them and so they are they are raising awareness they're 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 promoting christ they're getting people saved what god had for me however is that he pulled me out uh of the secular aspect not i didn't know that he wasn't taking acting away from me but i knew that he was taking me out of the secular aspect and i started uh, two different churches i i pastored for 20 years full-time ministry as people would say and and love it you know love teaching love training people love raising people and back in 2013, God brought me back into this whole film aspect, but it's still full-time ministry, mm-hmm. right? It's still getting people to know Christ. But now from a uh, media perspective, he tapped back into the gifts and the talents that he gave me in the first place and is using them double time. Because coming into it, I didn't know that it was him. And so I struggled coming back in. But once he he made me realize this is where I want you to be. This is what I want you to do. This is what I've called you to. I've given myself to it a hundred percent and it has been phenomenal. You know, in Matthew chapter 28, the verse that everybody quotes, go and make disciples of all nations. You know, a lot of people think, well, I'm going to go and make disciples. Actually in the Greek, it's as you go, as you live your life, you're making disciples. So for you, whatever you did, you're going to make disciples. And so the Lord opened up the door to be around people with, you know, sound and sight and camera and all of that, that you're able to make disciples of all of them. We interviewed uh, one of the leading stunt guys. He's older now, so he has his own stunt player association and all of that. And he's been on some of the films that you probably have heard of. And I asked him the same question. How do you stand strong and last long? He speaks in Christian schools there in Thousand Oaks and 
around the area. He said, you know what it is? It's a quiet time in the morning with the Lord. It's a purpose desiring to bring glory to God throughout the day. And then it's taking a stand. And he said, you know, some of these um, producers and some directors, they go absolutely ballistic. They own you like you're a slave to them and they abuse you. And he says, I see that when we're setting up the stunts and some of these are the big ones, you know, the, that kind of, that mm-hmm. level. All right. Yeah. He says, I just stop it. And I just said, so said, guys, I understand you got all of this, but don't abuse my, my team. Okay. And then they pray after they've done all their practice, they set it all up. Now they're going to ready, you know, lights, action, camera, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They pray before they get going. And so people now have been coming to them, like coming out of the closet Christians, so to speak, right. and they're having a ministry. And so I know that you can, and I'm not, I'm not here giving you that this is how you need to do it. You just need to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit, bloom where you're planted for the Lord, you know, stand strong and last long. Folks, I want you to know that you've been listening to Cameron Arnett. And now this is only the first part of his story that I want you to hear, but we're running out of time today. And I don't want you to miss more of it. I don't want to just kind of throw this together in one little capsule and give it to you like a multivitamin. I want to give this to you like a buffet. And so I want you to come back because there are some important questions that we're going to ask and answer on our future programs. I want to find out again, what was the, the defining moment when he decided to choose doing the faith-based films and which ones has he done and has he done that we might have seen been a part of etc what is he working on now maybe some of you have been listening because you know occasionally we do have these folks that come into our purview and you're thinking i'd like to go into the film industry whether it's in front or behind a camera or writing or just working there what what do i do how do i start what what, what would god want me to do are there christians in this is there a christian association he can help you with that and we're going to ask him those types of questions. I also wanted you to know what what is he doing now and what are kind of future projects that he's working on because he's not just a pastor or preacher. He's not just in the film industry, but he's also a very recognized national speaker. And so he also does special speaking, and you might want to talk to him about that, and we're going to tell you how to connect with him. So again, we are so blessed to have uh, Cameron Arnett with us, and I want to hear a little bit more about his wife and them getting married and what they're doing so that you can really pick up on God in his life. See, make it clear, it's not about getting more information. And in fact, it's not about so much inspiration. We're here so that you would have transformation in your life. Cameron, I want to thank you for being with us, and uh, I look forward to you on our next broadcast, okay? Well, thank you so much. Looking forward to it. All right. Why don't you, for our folks right now, quickly, give them your website, because I think some of them would like to go and kind of surf through that wonderful website of who you are and what you've done, what you're doing now, what you want to do in the future. And maybe they'd like to contact you, so share with them your website. Well, two places that you can get involved with and see exactly what we're, we're, we're doing and what, what we're all about. One is CameronArnett.com, CameronArnett.com. And the other one is SavingDestinies.com. Uh, we want to make sure that we are well entrenched in mentoring and raising people up and not just in the media perspective, but in uh, every aspect of their lives that they might need. So SavingDestinies.com is something that God has really uh, put upon our hearts to, uh, to be a part of. Well, Cameron, those are excellent websites for people to get a lot more than they've gotten on this program right here. And so we will have you back. So I want you listeners, you don't want to miss this. And make sure that you download our app. 
just make it clear. Just go to your app store, whatever platform you're on, download, make it clear. And when you do, you'll be able to see all of our interviews. And uh, in a short time, these will be up on that as well. So be sure you look at that. And then I want to thank all of you who really give to the program. You know, we never charge. These guys do it for free. They add value. You're adding value. So all of you that are able to help our program to continue doing, you want to partner with us, just be sure that you can know that you go to our website, you can give online, it's secure and simple. And what you simply do is go to makeitclear.org. That's makeitclear.org. And then you can learn more about our ministry. We've got speakers that are available to you. We've got a marketplace that's available to you. We have associates that are out doing ministries across the country. We've got a lot of media things going on. So much is happening. So go to makeitclear.org. And if you'd like a copy of today's program or the one that we're going to do next, part one, part two with Cameron Arnett, then uh, be sure to request that. And you can do that online. Just tell me more at makeitclear.org. Tell me more at makeitclear.org, and we'd be glad to help you. Folks, thanks a lot for being with us, and I really pray that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior by placing your faith alone in Him, who died and rose again for you, to give you a new life in Christ, one that lasts forever. You're listening to Make It Clear with the teaching of Dr. Stan Pons, founder of Make It Clear Ministries. Make It Clear is dedicated to taking the Word of God with clarity into every person's world. It is the support of listeners like you who make the ministry of Make It Clear possible. You can provide your tax-deductible gift to Make It Clear online by going to makeitclear.org. Or you can mail your gift to Make It Clear, P.O. Box 607-901, Orlando, Florida, 32860. Thank you for helping us make it clear. If you would like to have Dr. Pond speak at your church or event, please send us an email at tellmemore at makeitclear.org. Thank you, and remember to make it clear. Thank you.